What's up, guys? Uh, it's Logan Kelleher back with another episode of Unranked. Um, been a little bit MIA recently, a few weeks, well, two weeks to be exact. The last episode I recorded was on Christmas. Um, so I was celebrating that. I was celebrating the new year, and I just unfortunately could not get a good, you know, duration of time to record another episode of this podcast, which hurts me, hurts my heart, but uh, I'm back now, and there's a lot to talk about, so I say we should just probably get right into it. Um, I believe where I left off was um, probably, yeah, probably around week 18 of college football. So the day after, yeah. So on Wednesday, December 26th, I won't go into these two in depth, but Minnesota beat Georgia tech 34 to 10 in the quick lane bowl. Um, standout player there, Muhammad Ibrahim, 31 carries two twenty-four, two touchdowns on the ground. Um, and then we had in the cheese it bowl, probably one of the worst bowl games of the bowl season. If you watched it, or if you heard about it, you'd probably understand why. Um, I'll just go through the quarterback stats on this one. Chase Garbers, 12 of 19 for 93 yards, no touchdowns, three interceptions. And then they had Chase Forrest come in, a graduate senior, 5 of 14 for 71 yards, no touchdowns, two interceptions. Then on the other side for TCU, Grayson Mielstein, quarterback, uh, 7 of 20 for 27 yards, no touchdowns, and four interceptions. And the only player that really played well in this game was Siwo Olonilua, if I said that right, um, the running back for TCU had 32 carries, 194 yards, and a touchdown. Just a very poor game played. TCU ended up winning 10 to 7 in overtime, but definitely not the most exciting bowl game to watch. Not a lot of action, a lot of turnovers. Um, and then the same day in the first responder bowl, it was actually canceled between Boston College and Boise State, and they uh, did not get to play their bowl game, which is kind of kind of upsetting, but. Definitely understandable. So on Thursday, you had Duke uh, destroy Temple in the Independence Bowl, 56-27. to um, In this game, key player for Duke was Daniel Jones, quarterback. Passed for over 400 yards, um, had five passing touchdowns, also ran for a touchdown at negative six rushing yards, but that's due to sacks. Um, so good performance by the quarterback. He is a redshirt junior. Uh, high on some draft boards, at least he was when I was playing Madden. <laughs> um, they had him as the top quarterback, I guess. So, But I, I expect him to be back for another year. I haven't looked up much on him, but I expect him to be, be back. And then Quentin Harris, uh, another junior quarterback, um, would probably like to see him go so he can get some action. Um, but definitely respect between the two quarterbacks as they – try to further their football careers and then for the pinstripe bowl it was wisconsin destroying miami 35 to 3 miami was actually favored in this one so it was good to see wisconsin take care of business as an underdog um and then here you have another poor performance by the quarterbacks malik rogier 5 of 12 for 46 yards no touchdowns and three interceptions and then nikosi perry came in one of five for two yards no touchdowns and an interception and then for Wisconsin, 
no change of pace for them. Jonathan Taylor passed 200 yards or 2,000 yards on the season with a 200-yard game, 205 yards on 27 carries and a touchdown. And uh, Jack Cohn, their quarterback, um, didn't really need to do a lot when you're on like that. So uh, 6 of 11 for 73 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. So then later, and these are on Thursday. These past two games are on Thursday, December 27th. I'm sure you already know about them, but Baylor beat Vanderbilt 45 to 38. So Baylor finishes with a winning record. Vanderbilt does not. Um, and for Baylor, it was Charlie Brewer, the sophomore quarterback, 384 passing yards, 109 rushing yards, three touchdowns in total. And then Baylor also had three other guys rush for touchdowns. Uh, Ebner, Hasty, and Lovett each had a touchdown. Um, and then for Vanderbilt's side, Keyshawn Vaughn had 243 rushing yards on only 13 carries and two touchdowns. And then Curry Blossingham added 16 yards and two touchdowns. Um, so a a high-scoring um, game, obviously. When you're late in the season, defense kind of cuts out. But, uh, yeah, Baylor took, advantage, took care of that one. Uh, and then on Friday, this, the 28th, Auburn in the Music City Bowl destroyed Purdue. Uh, 56 to seven at halftime. Um, Jarrett Stidham closed out his uh, college football career as he is going to the draft this year um, with a great game, uh, 15 of 21 for 373 yards and five touchdowns in the game. Um, just seemed to be a video game for him. So then in the camping world bowl, we had uh Syracuse beat West Virginia 34 to 18. The key story of this one was uh, Will Greer sitting out as quarterback. So Jack Allison started the game, had a didn't really have a good game. Eric Dungey, on the other hand, um, also kind of a poor for, poor performance in his last game. But uh, all in all, 303 passing yards, a touchdown, two interceptions, um, 21 to 30. So Syracuse wins that game. So in the Alamo Bowl. Washington State takes care of Iowa State, 28 to 26. For Washington State, Gardner Minshew, 299 yards passing, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Also led the team somehow with 16 yards rushing and a touchdown. And then for Iowa State, Brock Purdy actually outpassed Gardner Minshew, which is surprising. Uh, 315 passing yards, but no touchdowns. Had two interceptions. Ran for two though with 46 yards. And Iowa State actually had a run game. David Montgomery led them with 124 yards and a touchdown on the ground. So then December 29th, we're getting into the day of the college football playoff semifinal games. But before those happened, Florida beat Michigan 41 to 15, embarrassing the Wolverines. Um, It was Florida having a balanced rushing attack. Uh, P Ryan Franks and Scarlett had 76, 74 and 59 rushing yards respectively, all with a touchdown. Uh, Franks had an efficient game through the air, not really numbers to brag about, but got it done. Uh, Shea Patterson, two interceptions, only one touchdown, 236 passing yards, and they did not have a rusher over 32 yards for the team. So Florida wins that. And then in the Belk Bowl, Virginia shuts out South Carolina, wins 28-0. to Um Bryce Perkins, 208 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Jordan Ellis rushing 106 yards and a touchdown. So then moving on, Nevada beats Arkansas State in the Arizona Bowl, 16-13 to 13 in overtime. Um, in this one, it was uh, for Nevada, really just you know made plays when they needed to make plays. Ty Gangy, the quarterback, 200 yards passing, a touchdown, two interceptions. 
Uh, nobody ran for over 56 yards. And Arkansas State side, Warren Wand had 140 yards. Um, and really what did it for Nevada, what kept them in the game, was three interceptions thrown by Justice Hansen and no touchdowns thrown. 275 yards for the graduate senior. See if he hurt or helped his draft stock. So then the Cotton Bowl, I'm sure most of you saw the embarrassment that was Notre Dame. Uh, Clemson won 30-3. Ian Book, 17-34, 160 yards, no touchdowns, and an interception. And then Dexter Williams led all rushers with 54 yards. Um, And then for Clemson, Trevor Lawrence threw the ball well, like he has been known to do, 27-39 for 327 yards and three touchdowns. And then Travis Etienne ran for 109 yards and a touchdown. So Clemson advanced to the college football playoff, as most people saw last night, or the college football playoff national championship game, as most people probably saw last night, and I'll get to that in a while, um, or in a little bit. But uh, for the other semifinal game, Alabama beat Oklahoma 45-34. to um, And by looks, it seems like it was kind of close, but it was 31-10 to at halftime. Um and uh, in the fourth, it was 38 to 20. Oklahoma had to come back, could not do it. But the Heisman Trophy winner, Kyler Murray, passed for 300 yards, ran for 100 yards, two passing, one rushing touchdown, no interceptions. Uh, but then Kennedy Brooks and Trey Sermon were held to a collective 54 yards and a touchdown. So Alabama played good run defense, obviously. Um, for them, Tua Tagovailoa uh, passed for 318 yards and four scores. Uh, Damian Harris ran for two on the ground. Josh Jacobs had 98 rushing yards. So Alabama advances. And on New Year's Eve, we had Cincinnati beat Virginia Tech in the military bowl, 35 to 31. And Hayden Moore actually came in for the Bearcats in this one. Um, uh, Had a pretty solid game filling in for Desmond Ritter. Michael Warren, though, uh, 20 carries, 166 yards and two scores, doing what he does best. And for Virginia Tech, um, had had a strong rushing performance from Deshaun McLeese, 102 yards. Uh, Ryan Willis, 219 yards, two touchdowns and an interception through the air. But uh, Cincinnati gets it done. So then the Sun Bowl, Stanford beats Pitt 14-13, to not too exciting of a game. Um, uh, Costello completed six out of 17 passes for 105 yards. Uh, Cameron Scarlett led the Stanford backs with 94 yards and two scores. Uh, for Pittsburgh, um, Kenny Pickett, uh, the quarterback, threw for 136 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Darren Hall ran for 123 yards in a score. But Stanford gets the win. And then in the Red Box Bowl, another um, poor performance on offense by Oregon specifically. Uh, final score was 7-6, to six, Oregon won. Um Oregon, as a team, was held to 37 rushing yards, had 166 passing, and then Michigan State actually played pretty well, had um, three over 300 yards total, 159 rushing, 172 passing, but it was a late-game scoring drive that gave them the win, or actually not even late game. It was with 11-19 left. Uh, Justin Herbert threw a touchdown pass to Dylan Mitchell. Um, extra point gave them the lead, so... The Red Box Bowl, not exciting, but Oregon wins. So then in the uh, Liberty Bowl, yeah, Liberty Bowl, Oklahoma State beats Missouri. Um, for Oklahoma State, uh, Taylor Cornelius, 336 passing yards, four touchdowns, two interceptions. And then Chuba Hubbard, 145 yards and touchdown on the ground. 
For Missouri, they also had good passing, good rushing. Drew Locke, 373 passing yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. And then Larry Roundtree, the third, ran for 204 yards and a touchdown in the 38-33 victory for Oklahoma State. So then the Holiday Bowl, Northwestern beat Utah 31-20. Utah actually had the lead early in the early going. They were up 20-3 to at halftime, but a spark in the third quarter, which resulted in four, all four of the touchdowns for Northwestern. There was no fourth quarter scoring, gave them the lead eventually. Um, and this one, Thorson, 241 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception for the senior in his last game. Uh, on Utah's side, um, Jason Shelley threw for 302 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions, um, filling in for the injured Tyler Huntley. Um, and he also led all rushers with 39 yards. Northwestern played good run defense and held Utah out of the end zone the whole second half. So then in the Tax Slayer Bowl, it was a little bit one-sided. Uh, at the SEC's Texas A&M beat North Carolina State of the ACC 52-13. to um, Kellen Mond threw for 140, ran for 85, had a touchdown in each category. Travion Williams ran for 236 yards and three scores, including a 93-yard rush. Um, North Carolina State, on the other hand, Ryan Finley could only come out with 139 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions, and then Reggie Gillespie ran for 79 yards to lead the team. So that does it for before for the games in 2018. So the games in 2019, there were six of them, including the national championship. Uh, Mississippi State loses to Iowa in the Outback Bowl. Iowa won, Iowa won 27-22. For Mississippi State, Nick Fitzgerald, 152 on the through the air, 103 on the ground, a touchdown in each, two interceptions. And then Iowa, Nate Stanley threw for 214, had three touchdowns and an interception, but they could not manage positive rushing. Actually ended the game with, with negative 15 total rushing yards. So Mississippi State held them on the ground but couldn't hold them through the air, and Iowa wins the outback bowl. Then the Fiesta Bowl, undefeated UCF, one of three undefeateds left at the end of the season, lost to LSU. LSU won 40-32. Joe Burrow, 394 passing yards, four touchdowns, had one interception. Nick Brosett ran for 117 yards. And for UCF, Daryl Mack Jr. could only manage 97 passing yards, a touchdown and an interception. Uh, Greg McRae led rushers with 81 yards and a touchdown. And Taj McGowan had a touchdown as well. But LSU ends the winning streak for UCF, sends them packing, and a solid 10-1 season for LSU with a very tough schedule, very impressive for them. So then in the Citrus Bowl, Kentucky won 27-24, but it was a very strong fourth-quarter effort effort by the Penn State Nittany Lions, um, made it a 27-24 game like it was, but it was 27-7 going into the fourth. Um, Benny Snell chose to play this game. Um, I believe he is entering the draft. Um, Ran for 144 yards and two scores in the game for Penn State. Uh, Trace McSorley led the rushers with 75 yards and a touchdown. He also had 246 through the air, two touchdowns and an interception. Miles Sanders was held to only 51 yards. So then in the Rose Bowl, it was Ohio State and Urban Meyer's last game as head coach playing Washington out of the Pac-12. They won the Pac-12, actually. But uh, good early defense by Ohio State 
gave them a 28 to three advantage by the end of three, but Washington scored three touchdowns in the final quarter, including a missed two point conversion to make it 23 to 28. Jake Browning, 35 of 54 for 313 yards, had no touchdowns and no interceptions though with all that passing. Uh, Miles Gaskin threw a touchdown pass from two yards out and ran for 20 or ran 24 times for 121 yards and two scores. Um, so, and then on the Ohio State side, Dwayne Haskins, 25 of 37 for 251 yards, three touchdowns, ended the season with 50 passing touchdowns, which is just impressive. Then on the ground, Mike Weber ran, ran for 96 yards. J.K. Dobbins only ran for 24, but did have the lone rushing touchdown for the Ohio State Buckeyes. So Ohio State finishes 13-1, and one, capping off a great season. And then in the... Uh, Sugar, yeah, Sugar Bowl. Texas beats Georgia twenty-eight to twenty-one. Sam Ellinger ran for three touchdowns. Um, didn't pass for a touchdown or an interception. Had one hundred sixty-nine yards. Uh, Trey Watson had ninety-one rushing yards. And then on Georgia side, Jake Fromm two hundred twenty-four yards, three touchdowns, and interception. And Texas actually held these running backs to not a lot. Holyfield at sixty-two yards, Harrion at seventeen, and Swift had twelve yards. So Texas. Surprise! Surprised me at least beating Georgia. I didn't think they'd do it, but number fifteen beats number five. So that is all the bowl game action. So then the college football playoff national championship game: Clemson destroyed Alabama. If anybody watched it, forty-four to sixteen. Uh, Trevor Lawrence twenty of thirty-two for three hundred forty-seven yards, three touchdowns. Travis Etienne fourteen carries for eighty-six yards and two scores. Um, and, and the game highlighted by a standout performance by the freshman Justin Ross, who had six catches for 153 yards and a touchdown in the game. And for Alabama, Tua Tagovailoa had a had a pretty good game by most standards, but for him it was a little bit a um, little bit of a poor game. Um, Through for 295 yards, two scores, two interceptions, 22 to 34 passing. Najee Harris led all rushers with 59 yards. Really couldn't get anything going through the air. And this is how Clemson had to beat Alabama. They lost last year because they couldn't find anything through the passing game, and that's what you have to do to beat Alabama. And they they did it well. Um, had a 14 to 13 advantage by the end of one, 31 to 16 by the end of two, and 44 to 16 by the end of three. No fourth quarter scoring, and Clemson outduels Alabama by which surprised probably a lot of people. A lot of people probably didn't think that Clemson could do it. I mean, I wanted them to do it, but I, I had already had the hunch that Alabama was going to win. But it turns out that Clemson won and actually handed Alabama their worst loss in the Nick Saban era. They had not lost a game by more than 14 points, and they just lost by 28. So congrats to Dabo Sweeney and his team. Um, they, they pulled it off, um, in an excellent fashion. So then I guess what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through and say who, um, what teams had the best, uh, or what conferences had the best bowl game records. Um, and these include the national championship, I should mention, so Clemson, you know, will have two wins. Alabama will have a win and a loss for the SEC. And then obviously it'll be for the ACC for Clemson's games. 
So, um, so starting off with the ACC, uh, they were six and five in bowls, um, giving them a or uh, or so. Their wins were Wake Forest, Duke, Syracuse, Virginia, and then Clemson twice. Their losses were Georgia Tech, Miami, Virginia Tech, Pittsburgh, and North Carolina State. Um, they were actually they were they were kind of in the middle, but all most most of every conference was kind of in the middle. Nobody really um, had any standout performances. So uh, next up would be the American, who did have a pretty abysmal performance in the these bowl games. They actually ended with a two and five bowl game record. The only wins were Tulane and Cincinnati. Um, their losses were South Florida, Houston, Memphis, Temple, and UCF. So not a good showing by the American and not really good for UCF. I was watching their game and um, announcers were talking about like, okay, if UCF wants to get into a bigger conference, it's now, now's the time to do it. But when I look at this and I see that American lost five games, five bowl games, only one, two, I think that says something. And the teams that lost were, you know, South Florida who had a bad stretch at the end of the season, but were a good team. Houston was a good team. They just had a backup quarterback against Army. You know, you get blown out 14 to 70. That's more than your quarterback. I mean, they had defense players sitting out. So I kind of get that. But Memphis, they lost their game. Uh, Temple lost their game. Those were two pretty good teams in that conference. So uh, definitely some work needs to be done with American. Uh, Big 12 had a 4-3 and record. Um, Their wins were TCU, Baylor, Oklahoma State, and Texas. Their losses were West Virginia, Iowa State, and Oklahoma. Big 10 was 5-4. and Their wins were Minnesota, Wisconsin, Northwestern, Iowa, and Ohio State. Their losses were Purdue, Michigan, Michigan State, and Penn State. Um, The Conference USA, who actually had the best record, actually were tied with the independents, if you count them, but had a 4-2 record, uh, won two-thirds of their games. Uh, the wins were UAB, Marshall, FIU, and Louisiana Tech. Their losses were Middle Tennessee and North Texas. So congrats to a good bowl season for the CUSA. Um, and then the Independents, BYU and Army won. They won by blowouts. And Notre Dame lost by virtue of a blowout. Um, so 2-1 and one in the Independents. And then this one's the worst conference, Mid-American, the MAC. 1-5 and five in bowls. Their only win was Ohio, shutting out San Diego State. But... Eastern Michigan lost, Northern Illinois lost, Western Michigan lost, Toledo lost, and Buffalo lost. So one and five in bowls. So then the Mountain West, they were three and two. Fresno State, or uh, Fresno State, Utah State, Nevada won. San Diego State and Hawaii lost, giving them their three and two record. Pac-12 was three and four. Their wins were Washington State, Stanford, and Oregon. Losses were Arizona State, California, Utah, Washington. So then the SEC, who had 11 teams playing in bowls, which is just impressive. Um, went six and six. Uh, Auburn, Florida, Alabama, Texas A&M, LSU, Kentucky won. Uh, their losses were Vanderbilt, South Carolina, Missouri, Mississippi State, Georgia, and Alabama. So the top two teams ended up losing their last game. Alabama won the semifinal game, but lost the national championship. So, but uh, you know, you have so many, you have all those teams there. You're bound to have some of them lose. And then in the Sun Belt, they did pretty good, three and two. Appalachian State, Georgia Southern, and Troy all won their games. And then the losses were um, by Louisiana and Arkansas State. 
So no conference really stood out, but Conference USA wins. Um, if you count the independents, they they're kind of co um, winner, co champions of that. Uh, Mid American and American were the two teams that are the two conferences that had you know five losses each. Um, you know, didn't really didn't really stand out all that well. So that was. That was all the um, that was all the bowl uh, game recap. Um, there's not a whole lot to uh, talk about now, I think. Um, so right now I'll just take the final um, maybe 10 minutes or so, kind of just talk. Um, so my plan, for this podcast while we are on the off season, because we will be, uh, my plan is to update you guys whenever, you know, I think there's a solid news story out. Um, so, you know, if, uh, like a coach is fired or hired or, you know, rehired or something, or somebody declares for the draft that I think is newsworthy, then I will, um, I'll let you guys know, but what I want this podcast to be now and what I'm pretty excited to do is this podcast is now going to be kind of like a uh, you know, topical thing. So in some instances, I'll talk about um, you know, history of college football, some of the best conferences, you know, SEC, cough, cough. Um, no, just kidding. But I'm going to talk about some of the best runs by teams, by conferences, like I just mentioned, like if a team had, you know, consecutive national champions all in their um, conference, then I'll mention that. I'll mention, like, you know, certain teams that have played well over a duration of time. Uh, something that I really want to do is I want to um, talk about, you know, like standout seasons, like a team that had a series of losing seasons, had a really good season, and then had another series of losing seasons. I think that's really interesting. And um, definitely um, um, I, I, I think it could be interesting. Uh, and then I'm going to talk about some player performances that are pretty good, whether it's career, single season, single game. Um, yeah, kind of throwback to historical games and contests that I think were impressive. And with that being said, um, I don't know. I think it's going to be pretty impressive or not impressive. Um, I, I'm going to, um, I think I'm going to enjoy it, and I hope you guys enjoy it, too. Um, I'm going to produce some, so I'm not going to be – so it's going to be a little bit scripted. It sounds scripted right now, which I'm trying to avoid, but there's really not a good way to avoid it. Um, so I'm going to do my best to produce the episodes a little bit better. Um, I will be getting them out. I will be trying to get them out more um, sure, surely. Um try to stay with my schedule. I missed last week and I don't, don't really feel all that good about that. But, uh, so the next thing I wanted to talk about, so now that that's out of the way, you guys kind of get an understanding of what I'm going to do. Um, 
talk a little bit about the um, hall, the College Football Hall of Fame class this year. Um, the induction ceremony is going to be December 10th next year, so there's still a while. But the inductees are Ter- Terrell Buckley, defensive back for Florida State, played there from 1989 to 1991. Uh, Ricky Dixon, defensive back for Oklahoma, 1984 to 1987. London Fletcher, linebacker for John Carroll from 95 to 97. Jacob Green, defensive lineman from Texas A&M, 1977 to 1979. Torrey Holt, wide receiver for North Carolina State, 1995 to 1998. Ragib Ismail, wide receiver, Notre Dame, 1998 to 1990. Darren McFadden, running back, Arkansas, 2005 to 2007. Jake Plumer, quarterback, Arizona State, 1993 to 1996. Troy Palomalu, defensive back, USC, 1999 to 2002. Joe Thomas, O-lineman, Wisconsin, 2003 to 2006. Lorenzo White, running back for Michigan State, 1984 to 1987. Patrick Willis, linebacker, Ole Miss, 2004 to 2006. And Vince Young, quarterback for the Texas Longhorns, 2003 to 2005. So then two coaches will also be there. Dennis Erickson, uh, 179-96-1, uh, won two national titles at Miami and conference titles at Idaho, Oregon State, and Arizona State. And Joe Taylor coached at Howard, Virginia Union, Hampton, and Florida A&M in the FCS, had a record of 232-97-4, had four national championships and 10 conference titles in 30 years uh, in coaching. So like I said, those will be inducted December 10th. So a few names that I like to see. I like I like seeing Vince Young there. I like seeing Troy Palmolo there. I've always loved those players. Um, early Madden games, I always played with them. But uh, another short episode is kind of just a bull recap. All, you know, what's going on. Uh, college Football Hall of Fame announcements um, came out. Uh, so next week, I think I'm going to put together a – um, I'm going to put together a, uh, topical, um, podcast. Um, going to talk about something historical. I haven't determined it yet. Um, so I'm going to find a, you know, just certain thing to talk about. Um, I will also, um, since a lot of people are still declaring for the draft, since people have declared for the draft, I'll put together, um, who, uh, I think is going to go where sort of like a mock draft thing, try to make my own. But if I can't, I'll, you know, I'll base it off somebody else's, but not take it completely because that's plagiarizing, uh, taking somebody's work. But anyway, very excited for what this uh, podcast has in store. Um, thank you for listening. And I will come back next week with another episode. Most likely will be on Sunday because my schedule is getting a little bit more busier and Sunday is my, you know, free day. There's no games left to talk about. So I don't need to wait on games to finish, you know, Sunday night or Monday night, whenever they may be, I can just do it Sunday and, you know, news and my own, my own little things. So thanks again. Thanks for listening. It's been another episode of unranked with Logan Kelleher. I hope you enjoyed and I hope you come back for a new episode. Thank you. And goodbye.